This is Jimmy Scroggins. I'm the lead pastor at Family Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Are you tired of going to conferences, reading books, and listening to speakers who tell you how to do church when you know that you cannot do what they are recommending? You've come to the right place on our podcast. We're going to give you principles, strategies, and ideas that you can implement right now with the resources you have at your church because this is church for the rest of us. Welcome to church for the rest of us, as always, broadcasting from high atop our studios at Family Church, downtown West Palm Beach, overlooking the Intercoastal Waterway in South Florida. I wish all of you were here. We are a hot spot for the coronavirus. If you don't believe it, look in the news. And it's all because of all the people from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut come down here and infect everybody. I don't know if we should even have this on the thing. Anyways, <laughs> joining us today as we try to lead through the corona crisis, always my co-host Leslie Bennett, also our engineer Carly Seelman, and we have two uh, great pastors with us, uh, Pastor Seth Carter, Pastor Winter Ullman, and these two men are two of the most talented individuals you're ever going to meet. Winter has been our, how long have you been on our team, Winter? This is my eighth year. Eighth year, and you've been married for four years. Four years, yeah. And you've been one of the pastors at our village campus for two mm, years. For two is that years, right? That's right. And so Winter is because he abandoned Sherbrooke. <laughs> yeah, he ab- oh Leslie's. Still, we have a history. Yeah. Leslie's still <laughs> a little bitter because she, he used to lead worship at her campus, but then when we lost the village campus, he moved there. Um, super talented guy, Winter. You can preach. You're a great preacher. You have multiple master's degrees. You're highly mm-hmm. educated. You have a beautiful wife. You have a dog. Like you, you have a lot going for you. And we're so glad that you're on our team and one of my pastors. You're one of my pastors. And Seth, same for you. Seth uh, grew up in the home of a pastor. His dad's pastor of a great church, First Baptist Church of Windermere, Florida, soon to be renamed. Yeah, Family Church. They're changing oh, wow. the Family Church. Can you believe that? Family Church. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we have the multi-site church there, great church. Pastor Chuck's amazing. And Seth, you grew up there. Uh, you served in the Harvest Network for a while, Harvest yes, Harvest Chapel. And now uh, you're with us. So you've been with us for, how long have you been with us? Almost four years. It'll be four years this summer. Yeah, and you and Stephanie have been married for? Ten years in December. And your kids? My kids are, my oldest is Jude. He's six years old. And then our youngest is Miles. Is He's four years old. And then we have one baby. Come do on. in a month, right in the middle of all hey, this. It's Corona, gonna be great. Corona yeah. baby. Yes, we're we're thinking about that name. That yeah, Rona, right. Rona will never go. Corona Carter. Corona Carter. I love it. So this is uh, awesome, Seth. You are a worship leader. You've been worship leadership for most of your kind of ministry yes, life, but now you've shifted away from that. You've joined our network team, mm-hmm. and you're overseeing. You're our creative director for our all of our campuses, which mm-hmm. means what? Really, it's about helping to unite, you know, the the unique way we do church here in South Florida at Family Church of having neighborhood churches in all of our neighborhoods, trying to bring the family feel to each one of those campuses and being able to have a similar feel, but also a distinctness at each environment. Right. So figuring out what is distinct and what is the same, and then how we can do all of that better at, you know, really in a church for the rest of us kind of way, because we really are equipping smaller size congregations to do greater and better things. So. Yeah, and you do that so well, and we're all learning. And right in the middle of a bunch of transitions, 
we have this coronavirus, right. Leslie, and so like, what are we doing? Yeah, so that just happened where we decided we had a task force for a year that was meeting to help us um, look at our worship environments and our worship experiences. And then Seth just took the role as the creative arts pastor to help lead that. And then we were just getting started with that and along came the coronavirus. So it's quickly shifted everything. We really had to just accelerate. And I think it's a unique opportunity that we do have to pull our teams in and all of our talent in and to figure out what it looks like to have what we're going for, which is family, dinner, kind of Irish pub experience is how right. we've described it. So we want it to feel like family. We want it to be fun, but we want it to be distinct across all of our campuses. And now we get the opportunity for all of you to work on that together because you both and our whole team, you're so talented. You bring so much to the table. And I always joke that I don't know where I got in the back of the line, apparently, when they're handing out all the creative talents, because you can sing, Come on. you can sing, you can make videos, can you can preach. do graphics, you, you can preach, amazing. you know, you, you're theologically sound, like you're just amazing people. And we have many people like that on our team. So for you all to pull together and do this, I think is a beautiful thing to watch, but it's a lot. So we've really had to shift from being face to face to being really Absolutely. one content creating team, putting out multiple kinds of content each week. So let's just talk through that journey a little bit. Like how did that all come together? I think Seth, if you want to start. Yeah, it was everything all at once. You know, you wake up one morning and it's happening before your mind can even adjust to it. But you know, that first week when we really made the full shift, it was about shifting our entire staff to mobilize in new and different ways, really taking guys who just a couple of days ago were doing something completely different and then helping them reframe and you know adjust into, we need to be all hands on deck to be making church happen in a completely different way, video focused, but also pushing out just Sunday morning content, right? Because we need to minister to our people throughout the week when we physically distance ourselves. And so our people need, need touch points throughout the week and trying to create those things, but also framing what we can do and finding the right mediums and and messages. And so a lot of planning happened that first week. And it was probably for the folks listening, it was crazy for everybody. You know, it's trying to figure out and navigate that first week. But for us, we shifted our entire staff to just a content creation machine. And we started to plan out just major touch points that we wanted to have. So we identified, you know, we want a vi- you know a video here. We wanted to have a daily check-in from our lead pastor. We wanted to get some form of uh, daily devotionals to, to our congregation from our campus leaders and how to mobilize each of those things, but also with the amount of people that can shoot videos, who has a history of doing that. Right. You know, we have a lot of guys on staff who maybe at one point in, in time, they they made videos in the past. And, and so we we called in the reserves and, That's a you good know, analogy. and just the attitude on our team has been so phenomenal in that too, of just uh, guys taking up things that they haven't had to think about for some, some of them, you know, for almost a decade and just wow. picking right back up with a day's notice has been <laughs> awesome to see. Yeah. And so when are you two, you've been focused on, you, you've uh, overseen worship teams, You've done a lot of teaching and preaching, and you've really been a big part of our leadership at our village campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you talk a little bit about having to make that shift? Because you've been so focused on growing that campus, connecting with those people, creating mm-hmm. the weekend experiences and our worship services mm-hmm. at the village campus. And now you kind of have to stay connected with the people right. while walking away from that type of gathering. And I'd, right. I'd love for you to just talk about the shift that you've had to make in this 
time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've, at our church, our model is we want to have neighborhood church in the neighborhood building, neighborhood pastor speaking the neighborhood language. Yeah. And that's still what we want to do. But we've been hit with a crisis. And so we've had to kind of shift some of our energies. And, and myself, I actually was at one point the video director here at a time yeah. at Family Church. And so bringing those skills back. Part of you. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing, so I was part of those reserves where we said, you know what, we need him to kind of move into the video role mm-hmm. again. And that was kind of a bit of a challenge for me because my energy, my passion, my determination, everything was getting pushed into the village campus, you know? And so having to switch there, just kind of switching energy, switching uh, mindset was kind of difficult at first, but now like I'm learning, hey, this is what we're doing. This is for the advancement of our church. And so we need our energy to just be going in that direction. And so that's mentally where I am. And I think a lot of people in this season are kind of feeling that at different churches where we're having to kind of shift where some of our, our energies and our passions have been. But it's good. It's a good thing. We need to have that kind of mentality, have that right attitude so that we can serve our people at large. Yeah. And I think that's so vital. I appreciate your spirit and attitude in that because like all of us have had to do that because so like uh, we have like 16 different people on our regular teaching team that are preaching in multiple languages, you know, have 20 or 30 services every weekend, live teaching and all of them. And all of a sudden we've gone to basically one video teacher, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of our general strategy because mm-hmm. we want multiple teachers. But now we're, we're a video venue church basically at this point, except our venues are not, our venues are in people's homes. Right. So helping everybody shift has been a big kind of part of our process. And it's not easy for everyone, Leslie. Right. No, it's a challenge, I think, as we all navigate everything happening at work and happening at home and figuring out how to adjust everything. And then it's always changing, right? So mm-hmm. even this week, um, we made some decisions because we were working to put some things out, but really we realized our teams are a little too big. So we had to make a shift. How did we, what did we decide to do? Yeah, we decided, you know, really to downsize our team while multiplying how many teams we have, right? So we we kept the same the same group of folks working on the things, but we actually split it in half. And so we went with a, you know, a team A and a team B or as our team likes to joke, a team 1 and a team A. Um, <laughs> That's right. I like that. Know, um, a little competitiveness between the two. And um, we on team B. <laughs> exactly. I'm and, not on team 2, I'm on team 1. That's right. But you know, a lot of that is, you know, it's rethinking even as this crisis changes week to week, you know, is just continuing to adapt and continuing to follow guidelines that are, you know, passed down by the governing bodies. So we shrunk our teams down. We're trying to use fewer people on camera, observe social distancing and display that as, as best as we can, while also still gathering together virtually and having church, you know, and preserving the aspect of, of delivering those things. So that's how we've kind of strategized that and splitting out. It's re- involved really splitting up what guys can do do what and making sure each team can be very self-dependent within their own kind of ecosystem. That's one of the benefits of having so many multi-talented guys who can play multiple positions that really helps to build a team because a guy can immediately switch from being a video editor to making, you know, being on in front of the camera and being a MC for something or something like that. And a lot of times it's helping guys rephrase that and also calling up guys to new new roles and saying, hey, you've never done this before, but hey, here's three YouTube tutorials on Learn how to it. do that. Equip <laughs> yourself. tomorrow. And really, we've seen a lot of major wins through that of guys never considering that they would do something before, mm-hmm. learning how to do it, and then just knocking it out of the park yeah. a couple of days That's later. been really awesome in this season, just seeing 
people get out of their comfort zones, learn something new. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is a great time where where you know our times have shifted and things like that to learn something new. And I think a lot of people on our team and, I, and a lot of churches that I've been seeing online are learning new things, adapting new things, and it's it's to their benefit and to the benefit of the church. So have we had to spend a lot of money to make this happen so far? We really have it. So I think that that's the temptation. You know, as a creative, you kind of want to walk in and you want to go, okay, we're doing, you know, like, let's do a TV show. You know, let's, let's bust this thing out. And one of the things when we walked into this knowing is being financially prudent and not reinventing the wheel or anything like that, but looking at what we already had and repurposing equipment and knowing that we have in our pockets with mm -hmm. our smartphones, you know, we have video cameras that outshine things that were created just five years ago at the highest level and really trying to strategize how we could do this without spending any money, right. any extra money. In fact, we were joking right before we recorded, I put in my first purchase request for $25. In the last month. In the last month. Right. Which just is, so everybody knows, we have shut down spending. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. we have no discretionary spending. There's no hospitality. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no money. So our mandate to everyone is we're trying to keep our people employed as long and, and as, as fully as possible. In order to do that, we've eliminated mm -hmm. virtually all spending. So we want Take the people we have, the resources we have, the tools we have, and let's do the best we can with what we have. That's right. And the reason that's vital for church for the rest of us listeners, that's what everybody's got to do, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody should be pulling in your spending in order to try to outlast this crisis. And Winter, right. you're really good at generating kind of this content, like stuff that you do. You're like a, you know, a savant. So you've got like, <laughs> you can photograph things and film things and put on social media and motion graphics. Then you get on and sing and you write a song and then you preach a sermon. <laughs> so like, what kind of things are you doing? actually, that maybe some of our listeners could learn to do. Yeah. So I think, again, this might be a time to try and get creative. You have your phone. That's one of the greatest um, tools. So that everybody we can use. has a phone virtually, right? Yeah. So that's a, that's a great tool. And really right now we're just discovering. And so for instance, my phone is like to max capacity with, with its storage. And so I, I called one of my friends on staff and I said, hey, bro, can you download this program? I think it's free. It's called Premiere Rush. And see if you can put a, a video together. And he downloaded it and he, and he can't, he's never done videos really before. And he made this gorgeous video, you know. And so we're just trying to find ways that we can be effective, but also frugal. And so that's something that you can do. You can take photos with your camera, use filters. You can make them look sharp. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have the pro equipment. But also, too, this might be a time to ask someone in your congregation, do you have a camera, you know, things like that, and empower them to, to do some of those things as well. So those are some things that we're doing. Also, really, I think we really want to just – people mainly want to see – they want to see their leaders. You know, they don't really care if it's fully – you know, if it's highly produced and things like that. And so – if you can just get in front of a camera and do something encouraging, light is one of your best friends. And so as much as you can, whether you're using floodlights or whatever type of lighting you can use, daylight, go outside, go outside yeah. you face know, face the sun. Yeah. Face the sun, you know, do all those things and you can make really good content without having to spend any money. That's yeah. Good. So Leslie, we have a whole team of people trying to figure this out. What would you say to our listeners about what kind of things can they, because this is what I you guys know this. I don't like people to tell me what they can't do. Right. I don't like that. I want people to tell me what can we do with what we have. Yeah. And if I'm, even as the boss, if I'm asking for something that's actually not possible, which I do from time to time, 
then help me understand a creative alternative that would fulfill the mission. And so, Leslie, what, what kind of things are we discovering that we can do? Well, we can do a lot because anything that you capture, if we can kind of learn to share it. So we're trying to learn how to share, put things in one folder. So any kind of video that we have, any photos that we take, we can always repurpose for other things. And so we can put, take them, put them on social media, put them on the website. So we're trying to get better at that, which I think is always a challenge when we have multiple people working on things and you need more cross-functionality. So I would just say work on your cross-functional relationships and make sure that you're resourcing each other Mm -hmm. in the creative areas, especially so we don't need everybody reinventing the wheel. Every time something needs to happen, you can take one photo, one video and make many things out of it. And we've Mm -hmm. been doing that, for instance, with our sermon videos, we've been taking a lot of people do this, but (laughs) taking snippets of the sermon and putting some, you know, motion graphics and some words on there and putting them out as a social media piece. Mm -hmm. And we've been taking when we do, you know, do a video shoot, like we've been doing our treehouse takeover. And so when they're doing treehouse, takeover, they'll just take a puppet aside and they'll do a little short promo video with their mm-hmm. phone mm-hmm. and put it out, out there to let people know, hey, Treehouse Takeover is coming. So I, th- I think we're just trying to be really resourceful and smart um, with the well, things that we're doing. Yeah. And one of the things I would just say to every all of our listeners, look, social media is free. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's social media is free. You can put content out there. Now you have to find ways to develop followers and all, but even a one-man show, even a volunteer pastor can use social media to your advantage. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Number two, if you have a phone that has been made in the last four years, four years. <laughs> all right, your phone has a good camera and video capability. And in this environment, when we have to do everything on social media and online, you can't do it without taking pictures and video. So you've got to find some vehicle Even if it's not as good as someone else you see, it doesn't matter. Do the best you can with what you have. You have to take pictures. You have to use video. And I don't know why you wouldn't use social media because it's free. It's instantly uploadable. It's actually a lot easier than uploading stuff to a website. You can put stuff on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, like instantly And Seth, don't you think everyone should be figuring out ways to use that? Absolutely. You might be unfamiliar with some of those new platforms. You know, it seems like there's a new one that crops up and figuring out how to use it. You can get old man syndrome really quickly. You know, I don't even know how to navigate or make a profile or things like that. But there's people in your congregations that might know reaching out, making relationships with people like even paying attention to uh, this person posts a lot and their content is really good. Even just a phone call for 15 minutes on, you know, what are the best ways I could post from the the church platform can even help. But also it's just finding new inroads to create content and finding the the right pieces of content that go on each social site. You know, mm-hmm. certain sites are stronger, you know, and have different demographics, right? So when you think of like a TikTok, I might not post like a 30 minute sermon on TikTok because number one, it's, you know, the demographic trends younger, right? And so one of the things our at Family Church, our student team is They're crushing going it on TikTok. all in on TikTok and it's... Yeah primarily, you know, humor based and it's these short kind of fun videos and they're posting small little snippet devotionals and things like that. And it's lightning round style, but it's perfect Mm -hmm. for that platform. On Facebook, on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, it trends a lot older. And there's a lot more content on there where we can post. We live stream our services on that on, right. on that platform. We have morning devotionals that air, and we're giving a lot uh, slightly longer content, and that's actually skewed towards um, a wider age gap. So that's kind of the st- strategic focus on how we kind of like 
look into how we're going to employ our social strategy. But that's really doable at any level just by a couple conversations with folks. There's also a ton of like three Google searches will get you like the world's opinions on how you should be using these because also businesses are trying to figure this out in real time and things like that. And so just doing a, a quick Google search and a quick online research pass will will do a lot of good. And I think Carly, I mean, you can put in our show notes because we put a few resources out for our team in terms of like how to shoot a video mm-hmm. and some social media practices. Yeah, so I mean, I know there's yeah. again, there's everything is out there. My email is um, my inbox is flooded with with all kinds of things coming in to me, but we can put them in our show notes for our listeners. They might find those helpful Absolutely. resources. I think so. And Carly, you boss around our whole team because like <laughs> you see stuff happening, you're like, not in, you make it profile. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, and, and so just maybe some quick thoughts that people we can remember. We'll put them in our show notes, but what are some just quick thoughts everybody should know before you start to shoot a, a video of yourself? I would say have it be horizontal, so landscape. Um, If you have a tripod or selfie stick just so it doesn't shake or move around, go outside like you were saying, Winter. That's a great suggestion to take advantage of the daylight. So just little tips like that. It always helps. Um, You can upload straight to My favorite is just hold it high. Yes. Is that not Hold a good it high. Work with the neck rolls. Not neck rolls and boogers. No one to see neck rolls or boogers. Also, not in front of a blank wall. Yeah, no blank wall. That's one of the I like outside. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. stuff. There's right? stuff behind yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah way better. One tip I, I wanted to share too, as far as file sharing, it doesn't have to be fancy or you don't have to pay for it. You can use a Google Drive, which is free, or you can use um, create a shared album on the iPhone and just transfer files that way. And that's super convenient and it's super quick. So just a tip. Yeah, what, are, what would you say, if there's one thing you would say to our listeners that are pastors, they're leaders of organizations, some of them are small organizations, what, what is one thing you'd say here, make sure that you guys are doing this? Yeah, so yeah, I would say this is not about competition. I know sometimes good. we've gotten into this competitive spirit. It's not as good as your church doesn't care. It's about connecting. Good. Winner. It's not That's a competition, a it's connecting. And so try to connect as much as you can on social media, on on Facebook, on all those, but also by picking up the phone and just calling people. You know, yeah. that's also a way. Old uh, school. Old school. And it works. It's effective. It, it does. We've been doing calls here and people are just appreciative when you give them a call. And so don't try to get into this competition because your your color grade and all these things, your frame rate's not as nice as, you know, such and such church. It's not about that. People just want to see you. They want to connect they with see, you. See, I do not get Don't even know what he just said. <laughs> yeah. Whatever else you just said. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Seth? Yeah. I mean, kind of just continuing to follow up on that, you know, it's also just, you know, matching the tone of this of this season, you know, and ministering to your people through this time. We don't want to paint a smile on and pretend like everything is exactly the same as a month ago, right? We want to be ministering to people through these new platforms, yes, providing new ways to pray for them, providing new ways to to reach out to them across social media, calling them, but also being an innovator. That's one of our leadership principles here at, at Family Church. We try to be innovative every single week. And that means holding everything with an open hand and going, I'm willing to do things differently than I did last week, yeah. even if it kind of complicates the way forward. I'm going to learn new things. I'm going to try it yeah. differently because we have to push forward into this new season. That's good. Yeah. Leslie, why don't you really bring good. us home? You oversee all of this stuff. 
What are your thoughts for our listeners? Well, it's hard to top what they just said. So I just would agree that it is a new season and that we want to continue every week to think about how we can do the things that we are doing a little bit better or change and pivot and do something else. And so just to, I think holding it loosely is really good advice and to keep moving forward is another really good piece of advice. And that's what we're going to do as we look at this really probably for the next season. And we're thinking it's going to be a good bit longer than people were initially thinking. So we have to also pace ourselves. So it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And that's really hard for some of us to remember because we're kind of having to sprint right now because so much has to change and so much has to happen. But we do need to pace ourselves and remember that God is going to get us through it and that He is ultimately the one directing us and telling us, like you said this morning, what to do today, what to say today. And He's the one who's planned it all out in advance for us. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's exactly right. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's an encouragement to all of you because we want you to understand it's not about how much money you have, how much staff you have. It's not about how much equipment you have. It really is about taking the resources you have at your church right now and doing the very best you can for Jesus. And this is all for him. Mm -hmm. It all belongs to him. If there's any way that we can help you, you contact us. We'll share anything we have with you. We'll do anything we can to be a blessing to you, to encourage you. For now, this is Jimmy Scroggins and our team signing off. This has been Church for the Rest of Us. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. I'd love for you to follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Scroggins or check out FamilyChurchNetwork.com to chime in on our blog. We want your feedback on today's podcast. Plus, we want to know what you are doing because we want to learn from you too. Hey, until next time, this is Jimmy Scroggins and you've been listening to Church for the Rest of Us.